4: And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Well, you know, I'm finding Fox News to be almost unwatchable at this point. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, they keep promoting their stupid debate. If it doesn't have Trump, then, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that Trump is going to do something kind of special uh, on those dates. And there's also something else that's going on and that is that when Trump goes to Georgia to turn himself in and get arrested and get the mugshot, shot, um, chances are he's going to do that in prime time or he's going to do that on the night of the d- debate to really steal the thunder. Because, you know, the oxygen in the room belongs to Trump. I mean, everybody talks about Trump, no matter what it is. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And yet, you know, these polls—some of these polls—I mean, Trump is way up in all the polls. But to say that Joe Biden is 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 neck and neck with Trump is just absolutely absurd. I mean, that's just stupid. But poll—you know—who is doing the polls? You know, and I would love to see, and I can't wait to start to see the Trafalgar and and some of the other more independent pollsters. Of course, Rasmussen is great. But still, the polls are going to be the key to the election fraud because we we are going to have election fraud. Like I say, we're going to have election fraud if the outcome of the election in 2024 can be swayed to benefit the globalists or not the globalists. So the globalists are rigging the elections. The globalists are rigging... The elections and their policies and agenda, whether it's open borders and my pull, you know, importing the migrants and turning those uh, migrants into IDs that get motor voter and uh, they get ballots sent out whether they want to one or not. Of course, they don't. They're using homeless shelters as as pickup points because they can manipulate the crack addicts and. The Democrats will stop at nothing, and it's happening in Detroit, and it's happening in Philadelphia, and it's happening in Atlanta. What's the common denominator of all those cities? They're all run by liberals. That's number one. I can think of a few others. Don't want to get in trouble. But it's ridiculous. You know, every city that's being exploited, whether it's Milwaukee or what have you, but it's these cities man that are that are really turn, you know turning a blind, turning their backs on all of the people that have died for this country, have fought for this country, have sacrificed for this country, all for a few quick bucks. I just uh, saw this one episode uh, while I was watching Lindell. Yeah, Lindell yesterday, right? And today, they got the Lindell Election Fraud uh, Election Crime Bureau, and that's been going on from nine a.m. to nine p.m. And they had this one video clip that's been out for a couple of years now, and they have this woman woman that's basically saying, "I'll get you five thousand votes for fifty five thousand dollars." 55,000 ballots. So she picks up the ballots and fills them out and she gets 55 grand for that. A because it's illegal. So you get paid a little premium because you're breaking the law. Well, she got busted. Now, I guess she's doing jail time, who knows. And we have also some interesting information about the Fulton County indictment itself and how illegal it is never mind what the grand jury uh release of that document prematurely uh that that uh shay anderson i think is her name she was the one in the orange suit and and she she was the one that delivered the documents and now she's made up a new lie saying it was a test we were testing how to post it she, well I don't know. Is that affirmative action at work not working for you? I I don't understand what's going on there in Fulton County where you have a bunch of misfit toys that are basically on the side of Marxism throwing America under the bus. I mean, can't you just, you know, allow an election to come fair and square? Can't you? Well, of course they can't. And again, it's the globalists that are rigging it. They're the ones pushing the open borders. They're the ones pushing the climate hoax. They're the ones pushing the uh, the COVID pandemic. Yeah, we got Russia now with new information saying the COVID bio, was a bioweapon launched in 2019. We're going to get to that as well today. So we're going to start. We have a bunch of audio clips. We're going to start the audio early. I could have played a 19-minute clip. From the Lindell thing, where um, it, it talked about one election fraud after the other, and you guys would have loved it, but it's online. Just um, you can go to the Kerry uh, Lake, Kerry Lake War Room. Uh, it's it's all out there. Covers Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania. You know, but we're going to be covering a lot of little little things. I often, you know, I like to talk, too, so I, I don't like to run a 19-minute clip unless it's absolutely essential. So um, we're going to go ahead and start with, you're not going to believe it, nuking. Oh, one other thing But before I get into this, uh, th- these audio clips. So I'm finding Fox News to be almost impossible to uh, watch. I mean, I turn it on. And I start to regurgitate. Like, where's the bucket? I need to throw up. No, not not quite. I mean, not quite that. But because I'm not sick. But I will tell you that uh, that it is just horrible TV. And uh, ever since Tucker left, and I mean, the only thing I like on it right now. Is every once in a while Jesse Waters, he wasn't even on last night. Um, but his stuff's flat and mediocre. Um Hannity is just a shill, man, for the CIA. And uh he's a neocon. Old school neocon. Just stinks. I I kinda like Laura Ingram as maybe one of the better ones now on the, their their primetime lineup. It's hard to say. But it's become a joke. Paul Ryan is just a disgusting human being. And he's the one that's sort of running the show. He and Karl Rove have been at the top for too long. They need to go. And in addition to that, um, uh, my only favorite show is Maria Bartiroma on The weekends, And she's a good friend of Trump's. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken. I don't know. Is it why why does Trump resonate to so many people the way he does, and why is he so hated by the left? you know because I find that pundits that sort of talk about America first policies I just totally agree with, but I guess it's because i i, I like uh I, I like um you know a secure border and I like a strong military and I'm anti-globalist. And I don't like multinational trade deals. I'm not a big fan of Klaus Schwab. Well, I can't stand Klaus Schwab. And I can't stand Zelensky. And all the things that the left and the neocons are promoting, even if you talk about Lindsey Graham and everybody else, they're all promoting, you know, Save Ukraine, McCarthy, and all these others. So if you have like a yellow and blue Ukraine flag on your lapel or on your, on your uh, social media, I'm probably not going to be getting along with you too well because you're just you're just a tool. You're just a sheep, not not uh, walking the uh, path with an open mind. Um, it's just it's not so obvious. But we're going to get into a lot of this and in, in in this show. So why don't we just get started? This is. Sebastian Gorka said this: a dark, dark prediction from one of the wisest political. Mo- I got to tell you, two things. <laughs> I got diverted again. I was just at a uh, an event, not not many months ago, um, where, well, no, actually, it was a few months ago, where Newt Gingrich was the uh, prime speaker, and he was great. And before that, about a month before that, I was at an event, and Vivek Ramaswamy was at this women's uh, forum, Women's International Forum, and uh, was at a really great event at the National Science Foundation building. It was superb. And I was like, who's this Vivek guy? Blew me away. And we're gonna have a clip from him talking to a LGBTQ person. It's a really good audio clip. He kind of wrote the uh, book on that, on how to respond to that. But um, in any case, uh, yeah, I, had, I I I came on the show the, like the following day, and I said there was this guy, the Vivek Ramaswamy. He was really good, and I, he blew me away. And he is trending in the polls, nowhere near Trump. But I was just listening to Laura Trump and she said, a lot of people ask me who the VP will be for Trump. And she said, the one person that comes to my mind is Vivek. And she's just discovered Vivek too. Now, I I understand that Vivek might have some ties to globalism, but he's a businessman. He's He's a global businessman to a certain degree. But... He has pragmatic sense. He resonates to me better than uh, DeSantis. And I have um, uh, hope that, you know, maybe he he might be the VP. Who knows? We'll see. It's too early to tell. But Trump is going to win. And Trump is going to be the next president of the United States. He's going to be the 47th. But we're going to go ahead and take a... It's just kind of interesting, those little things that just came up. Um... And Newt, you know, because the last time I saw Newt, we've had Newt on the show with his wife uh, years ago when we used to do guests. And we used to get all the big ones And when we were smaller. And now we're a bigger show. And uh, we don't do guests. We do um, analysis. It's sort of the format has changed just a little bit. All right. So um, here is a very dark, dark prediction by Newt Gingrich.
2: You all should listen. That it is Barack Obama who corrupts the Justice Department. It is Hillary Clinton who routinely breaks the law and gets away with it. And now we have Joe Biden who's learned. He's learned from Obama that doesn't matter what you do, if you're a liberal Democrat, you will not be prosecuted. He learned from Hillary that a person in high public office can get millions and millions of dollars. And they learned from watching Donald Trump that a true outsider willing to take on the entire system could destroy their entire machine. So what you're seeing across the country is a desperate last-ditch effort by a corrupt machine to destroy their most dangerous opponent in a way which not only breaks the Constitution destroys the rule of law and establishes a moment of bitterness, uh, which I think will last for a generation or more. I think this is going to be a horrendous period, and we just need to understand the people who want to control America and dictate to the rest of us will break any law, lie about any topic and manipulate the system any way they can. And that includes a lot of the elite news media.
4: Oh, absolutely! The media is 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 nu- numero uno one of the most important factors uh, of this situation, and we can get to that. Um, yeah, well, it's just the media just lies, and so does Hillary Clinton. Um, I have these Hillary Clinton clips that are just kind of almost funny, but uh, but scary at the same time. Um. And then we're going to go to Vivek in just a moment. But uh, take a listen to this, this this clip here. I'm just going to play. It's a nine-minute clip. I'm going to play the first minute just to give you a flavor.
1: Policies, now you say they're too harsh. You supported his trade deal dozens of times. You even called it the gold standard. Now, suddenly last week, you're against it. Will you
5: say anything to get elected? Well, actually, I have been very consistent over the course of my entire life. I have always fought for the same values and principles.
2: Do you think New York State should recognize gay marriage? No. No? Okay.
5: I believe that marriage is not just a bond, but a sacred bond between a man and a woman. I have uh, not uh, supported same-sex marriage. I have supported civil partnerships and uh, contractual relationships. I support marriage for lesbian and gay couples. I support it personally and as a matter of policy and law. So you're saying your opinion on gay marriage changed, or you changed your mind. <laughs> right. You know, I really, I have to say, I think you are um, being just, very persistent, but you are playing with my words and playing with what is such an I'm just trying to clarify issue. so I can understand. No, I don't think you are trying to clarify. <laughs> I think you're trying to say that, you know, I used to be uh, opposed, and now I'm in favor, and I did it for political reasons, and that's just flat wrong. So let me just state what I feel like you are implying and repudiate it. I have a strong record. I have a great commitment to this issue and i am
4: so she's a world-class liar is what she is is that that's what she is right all right so uh there's another one here let's take a listen to this hillary clinton finally speaks the truth let's see now now she like nancy pelosi did with the wrap-up smear and like obama did with you know people can't think for themselves uh, the, he blamed Russia for that, and so you know they need to be controlled by a government. Of course, that's the World Economic Forum, and that is the NATO countries. That is the G seven. That is the West now. The West has gone back to tyranny uh, because it was really European Union was sort of led by Germans in Europe and adopted in the West uh, by the financial. Influences of BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street and their combination with the coordinating organization, World Economic Forum, who was grooming leadership. And once they got their leaders in countries, BlackRock realized that they had an equal partner, that they couldn't bully around because you can't take down the country if you're BlackRock. You have to get along with them. And how this all emerged... Was sleight of hand, while you're busy looking over here, something else is happening over there. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, the World Economic Forum is entrenched in every single uh, leadership role, whether it's Trudeau, whether it's Ruta, whether it's Macron, whether it's Jacinda Ardern from New Zealand or whatever. And then you got Soros working the DA part, right, going after the DAs. And there's like 20-something DAs that he has financed in every major city in America. Because without America's money and consumption, uh, globalism does not work. Globalism is like socialism. It always depends on capitalism to thrive. And like Margaret Thatcher said, uh, socialism works until you run out of somebody else's money. And eventually, that's going to happen too. But they don't care about the ants, the little people, the, the, the bottom feeders, the, consume, the food eaters. They don't, they, that's how they see you. They only care about themselves. And that's what you have to understand is pure evil. Let's take a listen to this.
5: I remember as a, as a young student, you know, trying to figure out
4: how? Now, she thinks she's talking about Trump here, but actually what she's talking about is Biden and the globalists and the globalist agenda.
5: I remember as a as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? I think it was difficult for most Americans to believe that this guy would be as dangerous as he turned out to be. And it's no longer just the whiff of violence, but the appeals to violence. Look at immigration, they don't want to get together and try to resolve this uh, issue. They don't want to try to figure out how we have secure borders because they'd rather have an issue than a solution. This is an attack on freedom, on democracy, on truth. This is an attack that has ripple effects for all of us. Uh, The threats to democracy are real and the only way to defeat them is showing up and voting.
4: Right. So she thinks she's talking about Trump being a fascist, but fascism in its most basic definition is fascism is centralized government. It's centralized authority. And Trump was all about ceding power to the states and shrinking government. The conservative movement and libertarians are all about that as well. All right. Well, to get through this, before we get to the big meat uh, and potatoes subject, I wanted you to take a listen to this pansexual reporter tries to bait Vivek Ramashwamy. Uh, this is something we talked about in the beginning of the show that I would play for you. Instead, he delivers a master class on how to instantly turn the tables. Uh, so this is really quite good. L- take a listen to this. I was just wondering, I mean, I know, what, what were your opinions on the LGBT so what are your opinions on the LGBTQ, whatever? I was just wondering, um, what were your opinions on 100% the 100%
6: LGBTQ? 100%?
4: Well, I don't think it's one community. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, how could it be? Just
6: mashed together an alphabet soup. Trans is fundamentally yeah. in tension with gay, if you ask me. But what's your opinion?
5: I am personally a pansexual, so I was okay. just
3: wondering what your views on same-sex couples were.
6: I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So so I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority. We have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want, but do not force that ideology onto children before children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion. And that's okay. Part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation and that we live in a country that still gives us each of us the right to speak to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country. And that's my honest opinion. Awesome. Well, thank you very much.
4: Wow, I thought that was a great response to that question. And, you know, it was perfect response, actually. Absolutely perfect. Tenor tone content, analysis, everything. And the thing is, that that's a new phrase now. It's going to be coined, tyranny of the minority. Tyranny of the majority. It's just brilliant. So that was a brilliant response there. All right. We got this uh, other piece of laundry list that I have to get out of the way. Uh, this is um, Russian military accused the U.S. of releasing bioweapons to create a crisis situation, and claims, since we're talking about election fraud and everything, that's why this is relevant. We're not talking about Ukraine, or we're not talking about Russia, whatever. We're talking about a very uh, dominant uh, nation saying out loud now what the globalists have been doing. Russian military accused Accused, accused the U.S. of releasing bioweapons to create crisis situation and claim the U.S. are planning to do it again. Russia just accused the ruling families of the DNC and Big Pharma of creating COVID in Ukraine and using it to take over the world. Thus, in 2019, the U.S. has begun preparing for a new pandemic by searching for virus mutations. Yeah, and I just read there was a new mutation. Uh, There was a couple of mutations to this virus. It's absolutely stunning. And, of course, fall is coming, and they're going to want to uh, ramp up a new pandemic in in the lead-up to the 2024 election so that they can mass mail ballots again. Uh, Thus, as in 2019, the U.S. has begun preparing for a new pandemic by searching for virus mutations. We do not rule out the United States will use of so-called defensive technologies for offensive purposes as well as for global governance by creating crisis situation of a biological nature. So this is what the... Russian had to say. I'm going to translate this Russian for you. And we're going to go ahead and see if we can do the best we can here. Just like in 2019, the USA has started to prepare a new pandemic. (laughs) By looking for mutated viruses, we do not exclude the possibility of the USA using so-called defense technologies in an an offensive capacity as well as in pursuit of goal of imposing global uh, control. By creating biological crisis, just like in 2019, USA has started to prepare a new pandemic by looking for mutated viruses. We do not exclude the possibility of the USA using so-called. So this is what he's saying.
7: And
4: and here's the interesting thing about that. That's it. That's the uh, clip. But uh, there are documents now. That they have that are proving that point. And if you want to find out more about this, there's a Twitter feed called clandestine. And it's at war clandestine. And you can search on Twitter or X for clandestine. But war at war clandestine is uh, where I got that from. It's quite uh, amazing. I also wanted to talk about climate because, again, you got the pandemics and you have the climate. I I wanted to play this yesterday. We ran out of time and I I actually want to play this now. We are going to get to other things like his Kash Patel clip and some other things, but you need to hear this. Okay, this is really amazing. Now, we all heard that co2 follows co2 follows temperature by 800 years what what john Kerry and the globalists are saying is that co2 is rising because of our man-made emissions and that that is causing the temperature to rise and we are going to have molten melted ice caps and we're going to have floods and but nobody's buying that because Investors like Obama are buying waterfront properties as far as the eye can see. So why in the world are they doing that? Are they stupid? No, of course not. They're evil, but they're not stupid. So let's take a listen to this. Okay, so we know that one. That's been proven that the highest points of CO2 have been higher than the CO2 that we have today. And there's been about five times when the CO2 has been higher than it is today. And each and every one of those times, it was followed by an ice age. So it's cyclical. But let's take a listen to another angle, another piece of evidence, another thing. That this is well-known science. This is not trees. Trees. But let this guy tell you. Okay, because he talks about it from a scientific perspective that I can't.
0: So I did as the government asked, and I looked at the science when it came to climate change. And this is what I found. According to government figures, Australia is producing 499 million metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. But what I also found is that one mature tree will absorb 48 pounds or 21.77 kilograms of carbon dioxide per year. And Australia currently has 24 billion standard-sized trees, absorbing 453 million metric tonnes of carbon dioxide per year. And that's just trees. doesn't include any other plant life, and particularly, doesn't include mangroves. And mangroves will absorb 50 times more carbon dioxide per year than a standard-sized tree. So why is the government hell-bent on cutting down trees in order to install solar farms when it seems quite obvious from the science that nature has already provided the solution to the problem. So I...
4: You just want to play that over and over and over and over again. They're actually burning down forests now on purpose. The Ottawa, the, po- the poison... <laughs> There's been proof too that uh, they say that the uh, that it's been said that that uh, the Ottawa fires were sending poison to America. Now I don't know if that's true or not. I read that somewhere on online, but it's worth looking into. I wouldn't put it past them. Let's put it that way forest fires in France caused by the government. Okay, so they have proof that these helicopters were spreading fire over the forests. And they're doing this in uh, Greece and they're doing it, uh, I think that they did this also in uh, Hawaii, although there was a development project and they want to make it a smart city and 15 minute city. They want to stack everybody up and make this a uh, solar smart city digital city uh, and it's an experiment and it's something that they've actually talked about in legislature for the last couple of years and then in California as I mentioned or, uh, prior they've burned uh, forests to make way for train train rail systems um, and it gets around it helps them get around eminent domain and, and so there's there's a lot of you know all these forest fires and, and it's almost like, okay, we knock out that land, we put in solar panels. You wouldn't need the solar panels if you had the trees or the mangroves. Just start planting vegetation and you'll be okay. So how do you get multiple countries together to issue a climate change global emergency? You set them all ablaze at the same time. We are seeing that in real time. There's another one, an animation of a windmill on fire in scroby sands has burst into flames, kicking out more carbon in one day than it would have reduced in its entire lifetime. It's, it's just ridiculous that we're talking about this, this climate. But, it's, but, but because they're talking about the climate, they're able to mandate electric vehicles— and subsidize electric vehicles, and they're able to ban fossil fuels, which is causing inflation for the middle class and making everybody that's forced to buy these products uh, poorer, while the people that invested early, because they were the ones in charge, the government officials, are going to profit. And one other thing, Target stock price down... Uh, 27%. So here's Trish Regan, uh, talking about that. Go. Work, okay. Go so broke. there's this expression. Go. Work, Have you go heard broke. of
2: this? G
4: W G B. If you don't know it, you need to know. I'm guessing you know it. I'm guessing you know it anyway. It's a brand new expression for, for some people. It just got entered into the urban dictionary. G W G B. It stands for get woke, go broke. And aren't we seeing the true meaning of that, really and truly? Again, Target coming in. Let me go through some of these numbers with you. Is sales down five point four percent? These are same store sales. This includes online sales, which dropped ten and a half percent. You know, this company has not seen a. All right. So, Target's price. Target's stock price is down twenty seven percent since company launched Pride Pride line. Of course, Bud Light's practically out of business. They had to sell off their product. The World Economic Forum Insider admits Canadian wildfires being used, okay, here it is, to poison Americans. Okay, so the, the uh, peoplesvoice.tv, um, and it says it was fact-checked. The World Economic Forum Insider admits Canadian wildfires being used to poison Americans. So, fake Canadian wildfires have been orchestrated by the globalist elite to poison our air, water, and soil, according to the World Economic Forum insider who, is, who warns that the elite are just getting started with rolling out their nefarious plan across the world. Remember when Klaus Schwab boasted he had completely penetrated the Canadian government? He wasn't joking. The Trudeau uh, regime is nothing more than a puppet. So, I don't know what this is. The Let's digital see. dollar is coming okay, and on. could be used <laughs> to track your spending, right, control what we the
7: WEF penetrated nation of Canada is being used as ground zero. ...to launch a devastating chemical attack on the United States... ...to poison the population, reduce our lifespans and depopulate the earth. Fake Canadian wildfires have been orchestrated by the globalist elite... ...to poison our air, water and soil... ...according to a World Economic Forum insider... ...who warns that the elite are just getting started... ...with rolling out their nefarious plans across the world. Remember when Klaus Schwab boasted that he had completely penetrated the Canadian government? He wasn't joking... The Trudeau regime is nothing more than a puppet government at this stage doing the bidding of the Davos elite and prepared to perpetrate crimes against humanity to further their globalist agenda. Before we dive in, subscribe to the channel. All
4: right, so that's... that's I just read that to you. That was a waste of time. Sorry about that. <laughs> but it is good. Well, that information, I think, is could be legit. And here's one other thing about this, and then we're going to move on. Everyone in Arizona... Uh, sign up for the recall, Katie Hobbs or, or recall Hobbs, firehobbs.com. They'll keep settling. They'll keep setting fires until you submit to their climate change agenda. They'll, and they're, they're blaming the fires on climate too, by the way. Uh, they'll keep instigating shootings until you submit to gun control and they'll keep faking pandemics until you submit to medical slavery. And it just doesn't stop there. So the person that got in charge of all of this is Joe Biden right now through a rigged election. And here's what he had to say yesterday.
1: I want to say one thing to your children.
4: I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and daddy owes you. Yeah. So talk to me afterwards. Did you hear that? I want to say every, something to your children. I want to say... One thing to your children, I know some really great ice cream places around here. Isn't that how pedophiles lure children into their van? And daddy owes you, so and and then they talk about their parents. It's okay with their parents. In fact, they owe you. So talk to me afterwards. That is the creepiest thing I've ever heard except for the next clip we're going to play from Joe Biden.
1: I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really we're going great to ice to that cream one to places play. around here.
2: <laughs> and
1: Daddy owes
4: you. So talk to me afterwards. There, some really great ice cream places. Talk to me afterwards. Wow, what a scumbag. Here, this is the same guy. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand.
1: And it get hot, I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, 80, that turn 81 uh, million um, votes blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what.
4: And he is uh, surrounded by a whole bunch of black children who are not getting what's going on there. One other thing. This is a a humorous piece Um, from 2012. Sasha Cohen said this.
7: Why are you guys so anti-dictators? Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes and bailing them out when they gamble and lose. You could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Your media would appear free but would secretly be controlled by one person and his family. You could wiretap phones. You could torture foreign prisoners. You could have rigged elections. You could lie about why you go to war. You could fill your prisons with one particular racial group and no one would complain. You could use the media to scare the people into supporting policies that are against their interests. I know this is hard for you Americans to imagine, but please try.
4: (laughs) Yep. That was in 2012. And here we are. We're living it right now. We are living that nightmare. All right, so I got a Cash Patel uh, clip. I also have, I have so many clips, Um, but uh, this one's pretty good. This basically says that what uh, Fannie Willis is doing in Fulton County is illegal. The other thing that you want to know is according to GA, Georgia Code allows Trump and the 18 defendants to sue Fannie for DA, for malicious prosecution and abusive litigation. So there is, there is a, uh, it's, it's in 2022 Georgia code title one, uh, title 51 Georgia code title 51 Torts chapter seven, false arrest, false imprisonment, malicious prosecution and abusive litigation. Article three, malicious prosecution, uh code number 51-7-40 right of action for malicious prosecution she could be sued for criminal activity for malicious prosecution but take a listen to what cash patel has to say
3: rule of law that's inviolable the grand jury georgia has the same rule of law grand jury proceedings can never be released to the public without consent of the chief judge after they have signed and executed an order uh, unsealing the motions and pleadings and allowing them to be presented to the public. This is supposed to be sacrosanct universal law. This is why you don't see grand jury testimony out there often because it is never permitted. Now we have a state prosecutor and it's not like the grand jury issued an indictment And then the state prosecutor leaked it like three minutes before she went to the podium. Mm -hmm. This was six hours before she presented the indictment to the public in the court. And then she was asked point blank about that process. And she had the audacity to lie to the world. She says, oh, it was the clerk's handling of paperwork. I don't know how they do their business.
5: Um, I am not an expert on
3: clerks duties, um, or even administrative duties, I wouldn't know how to work that system. And so I'm not going to speculate. That is a complete lie. The only way the clerk of the court gets a grand jury is after the district attorney goes for presentment, gets a vote on the indictment, yay or nay, and then walks it to the clerk's office and says, here is the paperwork. Fannie Willis is outright lying. She's the head prosecutor, which means she has to sign off on every single indictment. And the fact that an identical indictment leaked six hours beforehand means her and her office were using leverage points in the media to gin up a narrative against Donald Trump. Now, just like a search warrant that's exposed to be fraudulent in violation of the Fourth Amendment mm-hmm. because the government overreached, in this instance, Donald Trump's team needs to challenge the grand jury's indictment in this case it is unlawful and therefore the case in its entirety must be thrown out because the district attorney herself broke the law
4: you know you've heard of cases being thrown out right uh because of a technicality uh they didn't read the miranda uh so all that evidence is not admissible um why not Let's listen to what Trump has to say. Bring bring back America greatness. Also, breaking news: President. Um, well, this is President Trump got a letter from the U.S. Attorney McSwain revealing that Bill Barr would not allow. So, listen to this one. We, we, I have two Trump clips that I want to play for you. Let's take a listen.
1: But I just a day ago received a statement.
4: Now, a day ago, this is from CPAC 2021, so just, you know, bear with me. But, uh, But he got it after the election, okay?
1: But I just, a day ago, received a statement from the U.S. attorney, highly respected, in Pennsylvania, that Bill Barr would not allow him to investigate voter fraud. Can you believe it? Now, you have to understand, Philadelphia is the second most corrupt place. So I understand, okay? So I understand. In the nation, you know what first is? Detroit. Detroit was so corrupt. Philadelphia was so corrupt. But the U.S. Attorney was not allowed to investigate what this just came out in a letter. You don't even know about this, Devin, right? Matt, that's a big one. What do you think? We have a letter. You'll have to get it from him because I want to stay out of it. Get it from the U.S. attorney, but I'm sure he'll be willing to provide it, but he's given it to us. He was not allowed to do his job, and I saw that. He was all enthused, and then all of a sudden, it was like he was turned off, and so were others. This was true with so many others that
4: Well, I think we're back on. Uh, sorry about that. Um, we uh, had some major problems uh, with uh, our system. It might blink out again. It just started at the end of our show here. But we're going to see if we can bring it to a close here with our with our fade out. Um, so I apologize for the last few minutes of our show. Uh, but... Uh, Stay tuned for Scott Adams' show tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get all the bugs out. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody.
2: a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.